What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Business Breakthrough. Awesome business breakthrough with Tyler of Empire Painting. Really dove deep into what he has created up to this point, always going back into the foundation, but even giving him an strategy on sales to optimize his time to close more deals. So this is a great business breakthrough. I think you're going to love it. And it starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, well, welcome, man. So uh, you, you signed up with Drip Jobs. We had a little chat about uh, just having a conversation about your growth in business, man. It seems like you're on a, a high speed chase, man. I know you met with uh, my good buddies, Nick and Jason up there. I think you went to a masterclass with them, right? Yeah. Yep. In Denver. Okay. Highly suggest that to everyone too. That was, that's what set me on the traction and kind of, you know, getting exposed to you as well through the videos and yeah, even you, you saying, Hey, go check out the PCA. So it's kind of a combination of all you guys. Oh, nice, dude. So, well, yeah, let's talk about it, man. I want to see, uh, you know, let's talk about first, you know, what is, uh, what is an area in your business that's going really well? And then what's an area in your business that you're really wanting to refine? Maybe, uh, you know, get, get a little insight on. I feel like so really well, I'd say just starting to like, you know, get my vision traction organizer and getting that going with, uh, the book traction and really getting on you know a game plan for the business sure um kind of talking about some of like the values and implementing some of that stuff with my um employees yeah. which are also all subs but like they're willing to do that stuff and, great. which is fantastic it's rare um yeah and, and i'm taking it slow you know i don't want to overwhelm them but it, but i've got great guys and i've retained those guys over the past year and that's like the most important thing to me is just that I still have them, I can still support them, you know, and yeah, now just fine tuning the other odds and ends. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good, man. So you're you're starting to begin the process of building out a culture. How many subs do you have? Uh, we've got. I have. I've had four all summer long, and do they work uh, alone? Or had, do they work alone, or are these individual units? Um, individual, individual. Yeah, work, work alone. I'm sorry. Yep. So, but uh, you work can, alone you guys. Staff them. You can staff them a couple. You can, you can have a couple jobs going on at once with these guys, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And That's then great. and then I can also mix and match them. You know, I can throw them all on one thing, or we can all slide. I can slide them around. It's kind of like playing chess a little bit. Which yeah, yeah. Nice, hey, dude, that's exactly how it is, man. I actually do that with uh, personality types, dude. I try to gauge the type of customer I'm working with. And it's pretty easy to do that. Believe it or not, it doesn't really take much effort. You're like, ah, this person's going to be a stickler or this person's pretty laid back. Right. You know, and then assigning a certain project manager to that job, um, is, you know, definitely something I do often. Um, what is, uh, what is that area in your business you're wanting to zero in on, man? What's something that you feel like I wouldn't say struggling, but maybe you just want a little more clarity on. Um, for me, it's my books and, you know, getting my books straightened out because I've had so much, you know, I've had all these rules, like as any business owner knows, you get into it and it's like, you wear seven different hats, right? 
I'm not going to go through all of them. But, way more know, than way, seven. Yeah, way more than that. I'm being modest for sure. But um, but I'd say for me, it's just, you know, getting down to the nuts and bolts of the foundation of business. And like, you know, I wasn't job costing. Now with the PCA, I am. So it's like, okay, what is How's my... How's that feel? How's it feel to get some job costing done? It's It's feeling good. It's like I have a better gauge on these, you know... Isn't it interesting to know that you isn't it interesting to know that you've went so long without actually like figuring out exactly how much you're making? Yeah. And that's and and that's the sole thing for me is like, okay, what is my profit percentage? I'm still at that point where, you know, if Jason Paris came in and asked me all of his series of questions, I'd be caught with my pants down. So my goal is to really like get to that point where I've got all this foundation. I have my numbers. I understand the statistics of my business because through like through Nick and Jason, the biggest thing I took away is there is no truth to your business as a business owner until you know your statistics. And that was huge for me. Like, so that's, that's where I'm struggling the most focusing my most time. And like, I've got, you know, a window of a month or two that I want to have it a really good gauge on that. So well, let me ask you a question. How, how long have you been in business? Uh, about a month, a year and two months. Okay. Have you hired an accountant yet? No. Okay. Have you hired a bookkeeper? Nope. All right. So the good news is, is that they can retroactively do your books for you. You know, okay. here's the thing. And in, in, in this, I'm, I'm assuming this is your first time owning a business like it was for me, right? Yes. 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 And so, I do have a bookkeeper scheduled next week. So I am kind of on that. So someone okay. that's going to kind of, kind of retroactively go Good. through that stuff. Perfect. Yeah. So, I mean, well, do you know the difference between a bookkeeper and accountant? No They're different. A bookkeeper is going to, their, their job is to keep your books, right? What they do is they look at all your transactions and then they organize them. So at, at the end of the year, when your accountant gets that information, they put, they plug that into the puzzle and they present you with tax returns and they send tax returns to the IRS, right? Or the tax information. So it's two different services. Some do both, you know? So when you're interviewing bookkeepers, you want to make sure that they do both. You don't want to have to hire a bookkeeper and then hire an accountant, you know? So those are, that's good to know, you know, as you, as you search for this, you know, person. Um, Well, that's good. So you started the process of that. What about payroll? What does your payroll system look like? Um, so for one, I use QuickBooks to like manage the time, you know, and know exactly like the hours and stuff like that. But as far as like the payroll system, you know, I Friday comes along and then I go into my QuickBooks, look over the hours and I'm cutting checks. Okay. So really great program. I don't know if you've heard me talk about it. Um, it's called Gusto and what that'll allow you to do is it'll allow you to onboard your subcontractors. It'll categorize them as subcontractors. It'll create the, uh, the proper paperwork for them. And essentially, you could just cut it straight from Gusto and they'll get direct deposit. Um, excuse me. The beauty of that is it's another system in place that makes your life easy, right? I mean, think about it. How stressful is it going to the office, figuring out all the hours, getting the checks, writing all the checks, running to each job, delivering the checks or having them come meet you. It's a headache, you know, direct deposit and easy payroll. It's, it's worth it. So, I mean, you should only have to pay like 50 bucks a month for this and it's great. Best probably besides strip jobs. That's my favorite software (laughs) gusto. So, 
Um, that's okay. really neat. yeah. So I, I can send you a link to that, and you get a gift card if you uh, if you click my link. Okay. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay. So that's cool. So Gusto and 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 what's beauty with the beauty of that is is that your bookkeeper is going to get access to Gusto, and that's just going to make everything really smooth for you on the on the on the book side, you know. Um, so all that's easy, you know. And in terms of you being a business owner, you know, like I don't know, do you own a house yet or no? Not yet. Uh, okay. Looking hopefully next year sometime, but we'll see. All right, good. Well, here's the deal. In order to get a house as a business owner, you need two full years of tax returns. So investing in a bookkeeper and accountant now is smart because what they're going to do is they're going to do your taxes for 2021 and then you'll have taxes for 2022. Um, and then that'll be enough for you to actually get a mortgage, you know? So that's how that works. So, you know, I just want to make a note, anyone listening, you're not going to get a mortgage without doing this. Um, yeah. So good, I, good on you for doing that. So I'm what about fortunate, fortunate. I got a fiance that's got amazing credit and she's really been really good with her finances. Perfect. So we're kind of going through just her through her for now. And cause we don't yeah. need a big house, you know? So yeah, no, it's good though for you. Just, you know, if anything comes up, you at least have something to present to a loan officer of like, Hey, Absolutely. you know, you never know. Um, so that's cool. So what about, um, what about the sales side marketing, anything on there? I mean, do you, uh, are you pretty zeroed in? How are you getting your jobs? I, I'd say that's one of my strengths too. Um, I'm pretty zeroed in. So I, I've learned how to zone in my own ads to customer demographics, uh, interests, um, you know, and I'm talking more Facebook right now for like Facebook ads, sure. but I run, yeah, I run Facebook ads, I run Google ads, and then I do a lot of organic marketing. Yeah. Um, and that's, and you know, word of mouth stuff like that, but like utilizing Facebook for what I call organic, which, you know, reels and videos and pictures yeah. and, but also, you know, um, zoning in on the people and the friends that I invite and knowing that, you know, they're riding around in boats, they have homes on the lakes here and they're the clientele that I want. So, um, but yeah, that's I'll something say, I'd like to sh share some at some point with the PCA or with yeah. you guys. But yeah. Like you've been generating your own leads. Game. That's great. Yeah. I and think it saves everybody, a ton, saves a ton I'll be honest, money. man. I think, you know, with the resources we have, I think everybody should figure out how to run their own ads and, 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 and generate their own leads. And there's a certain threshold of like how much, you know, that's, you know, how much of a benefit that is until you can afford some help. Or maybe if you want like to exactly make it exponential, but that's a good skill, man. So that's good. So you've been, you've been generating your own leads on Facebook um, in terms of sales. How's that been going? Uh, it's been going really well. I'd still say that maybe my per sales percentage is a little high, but I, you know, I'm, but I want to look at all of my profit margins as I'm going through yeah. old jobs too and job yeah. costs and go, you know, am I hitting that profit margin? You know, if I am, yeah. I'm in that sales range, then that's great. But my guess is I'm probably not charging enough, you know? Yeah. So yeah. When you, um, when you do an interior estimate, like you do do uh residential jobs, right? Yeah. And I'm pretty yeah. much focused in on residential repaints and that's kind of what I focus yeah. myself on. And I'm now starting to get in with builders a little bit. But what is, really what is your, what is your, like, let's say I invite you over to a full house repaint interior. What is your estimating process? Uh, full house repaint interior, you know, come in, get the, the scope through the customer, address some concerns, try and find, some things that they might not be thinking of and address them and bring them up and offer a solution immediately. So they know that, you know, we're a professional and we understand and we're thinking even more detailed than maybe they are. 
Um, and then talking about the products, you know, the substrates, making sure that the substrates are proper for the paint that we're using. Um, and that goes a long way, I think, you know, but yeah. then I jump in and I get out my measurement, you know, there's some things if it's a, I try to do, you know, I try to even gauge even my time. I'm trying to stop going so much until I have salespeople, right? Stop going to jobs that it's like a one room or two room. Now in the winter in my area, yeah, I'll be on going to that to just keep guys busy and keep my production rolling. But um, right now I'm kind of like, you know, I get their info and then I check the house and go, okay, how big is it? You know, and all that. And where is it? Is it on the water? Is it in a good location? And um, really just gauging that. So like for the full house, you know, so I'll eyeball and do some timing on that. Sometimes I'll bring out the laser, but generally full house repaint, bring out the laser. I'll measure the ceilings and get my ceiling and which is also our uh, floor square footage, you know? Um, so I get the ceiling uh, square footage or paintable surface, right? And then I'll do walls, same thing, paintable surface with the walls. And then I'll measure trim uh, with the laser just on baseboards. Um, but like when I get to door jams and things like that, door jams or windows, I count those separately. Yeah. And then indoors as well. But then are I you, kind of are have, you are you presenting pricing on the spot? Not not currently, but it is it's something that after the PCA, I wanted to hold myself more accountable to. And I do want to get to the point of that competitive advantage of having, you know, getting in my vehicle on the spot and just sending yeah. it out, you know, type of Especially thing. Especially with um full house like repaints like you know and i get it. i think you're doing it off of production rates kind of yeah yeah um that's taking a while right you're in the house measuring for like a good 30 40 minutes oh yeah and you know if it's a if it's a three thousand or more you know or somewhere generally three thousand square foot house i mean i'm definitely in there for an hour and a half you know do you i, I want to talk about that because i'm i'm and i don't think that's a bad thing I think that production rates have their place, especially if you're trying to create a consistent system for someone else to take over that role and to make it to where they can't make an estimating mistake because you've outlined exactly, you know, what each area costs. Right. But, you know, I'm passionate about spending that time with the customer rather than my tape measure. You know what I mean? Sure. Like for me, like, I think that if you and I, if you went to an estimate and I went to an estimate, I think we're going to arrive at the same number, but I'm going to do it in 15 minutes and you're spending an hour and a half. Right. And in my 15 minutes, I'm just coming up with a number and then I'm going back into the house with the customer and spending the rest of the time building a relationship, very relaxed, and then trying to come to an agreement on price. And I think that I'm not saying that you're doing anything wrong. I'm just saying when you hit the switch in terms of growth, when you hit the switch in terms of growth, you're going yeah. to get to a point where you're going to need to capitalize on opportunity more so than ever, right? Like you might not have the luxury to just like wait for jobs to, to be accepted. Now on the commercial side, you know how it doesn't really matter because they don't really care. Like they're just like, yeah, email it to me, you know? Yeah. Um, do you want, are you interested in hearing about how I would do an interior estimate? Ab absolutely. Um, so an interior estimate for me would be like, all right, let's say we arrive at a 3000 square foot house, right? 
And first thing you need to do is because you need to identify which sub team that you're going to assign the job to, right? Because each one of them does work differently. Is that true? Yeah. Yep. So you would know like, hey, like maybe this is, you know, Mario's team. And I think the first thing and the most important thing for you to identify is how long do you think it would take this team to do this project, right? And then, you know, that's, that's the first thing that I think of whenever I go to a job is like, okay, I have a team of four or a team of three now, you know, but let's say I have a team of four and I look at this 3000 square foot house, I get the scope. They want, you know, let's say they want everything. Most people want everything, or maybe they just omit the ceiling, you know? But let's say they want everything, ceiling, walls, trim. Maybe there's trim around the windows, doors. I would look at a 3,000 square foot house and say, okay, well, this has a lot of trim. This is going to take a little bit of time. So I'd say like seven days, right? Four guys, seven days. Couldn't you arrive at that same conclusion, though, with one of your subcontractor crews, like seven days? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we, we would look at it on a daily, a daily basis, right? So then the only difference between me and you is that I... I know what I'm paying my guys for seven days. That's a fact. I know it's a fixed amount of money. How sure. do you determine what your subs are going to charge you? Do you guys have uh, money or numbers assigned to certain, like, how does that work? Yeah. I mean, honestly, they have a hourly, hourly wages for that. So it's not like a percentage type of thing, but I also now I like make a, so before a job, like I'll make what I call a jump sheet that says, you know, day one, prep floors, caulk, everything. Day right. two, you know, paint the trim. Day three, paint the walls, clean up, get out or whatever. But like that way, there's a little bit of a, a gauge there for um, what my expectations are in, in timing. Yeah. And, and then, and then what I say is like, if you meet this goal, there will be bonus for you. You know what I mean? So. So when you, so you essentially like, they trust you in a sense of like what it is that you assign to the job, right? Like, it's like, all right, you, you're paying this and chances are they'll do it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like I, it, it's not like I have like a fixed number for them. Yeah. Like I'm really relying on myself to be right on there, you know, cause otherwise yeah. then then right. they don't get paid bonus. And also I'm not sure. getting my profit margin. Sure. So, so interestingly enough, like, you know, I think you can use a standard, you know, hourly rate of what it would be for employees and kind of use that as a baseline, you know, and if you look at it, you would say, okay, well, let's say you're paying four employees, $20 an hour. And let's say it takes them seven days, right? So you would have, you know, a little calculator and you'd say, okay, well, that's $80 an hour for four employees. Um, that's eight hours a day. So that's $640 a day. And you multiply that by seven. So you would say that that's $4,400 to pay four painters for seven days. Right. And then that's your labor cost. Right. So in seconds, I'm able to come up with a, a fair labor cost. Right. And we're just using this as a, and I, just to come up with a number to see what we would charge for this job. Right. So mm -hmm. now we got to figure out paint. If you were to tell me, you know, you know, the business, right? You got yeah. 3000 square feet, ceiling walls, all the trim and all the doors. How much would you charge? How much, how many gallons do you think you'd use? Depending on the substrate, right? Like, um, but let's, let's just say, say it's pretty, pretty regular, texture, pretty standard, right? Sure. Then probably, I mean, you're thinking probably 15, 20 gallons on walls and then yeah. probably, 
probably fifth, about the same, maybe closer to 15 for the ceiling. And then so trim. 35 plus maybe five to 10 on the trim, 45 gallons, right? And, and probably five to seven, maybe, or actually we'll, we'll say five, or I'd say more like seven to 10 for the trim. Seven maybe. to 10. Okay. Just depends. So, I guess just, let's just depends. Say, let's just say, honestly, let's go crazy and say 50 gallons of paint, right? Sure. Like it was, it's a lot of paint, a lot of big house, right? 50. And I'm sure you do a lot of those on the lake, right? Well, let's say you're getting yeah. the paint for $35 a gallon on average. So that's seven, 1750. So if we add that to our 4480, the cost for your company to get this job done from start to finish is 6230. Okay. Now, whether I do production rates or not, I, I figured out what it's going to cost me as a business owner. Okay right there. And we've done that in a few minutes. Okay. This is how I've estimated all of my jobs as a business owner. Okay. And I'm not saying my estimating process is the best, but I'm not really trying to estimate. I'm trying to sell. And when I, when I sell the customer doesn't care how I arrived at the number. They don't, you know that, right? I mean, yeah. you know, most of them don't question every little thing like a GC would, or like a commercial customer would, right? The customer is emotional. They care more about Tyler. And if like you go in there and you're building trust, you're building, you know, you're building rapport, um, you're building, you know, all of these different things and tangibles that people go, I want that guy. So we've both arrived at the same number here, but here's the, here's the deal. All right. Now, if you, if you look at this number 6230, okay. What would you charge to do the job off the top of your head? If you know that it costs you about $6,200. Uh, probably probably around nine, nine around thousand. Nine. Probably. Okay. Yeah. So if you're starting at nine, I want you to know that you're probably, you're starting off at about a 30% gross profit. Okay. If that's off the bat, right. But watch, yep. look what we're going to do. We're just going to multiply that number by two. And that comes out to 12,460. Okay. Because when we multiply our cost by two, that is a 50% profit margin, gross profit margin. Right. Okay. So that's a, that's your starting point in the painting business is 50% gross profit. Okay. So again, Let's say that we identify how long it's going to take and we assign an hourly rate to our crew, right? And in this case, we said what? It was $80 an hour of what it would cost to get this crew on schedule, okay? And let's say we sell this job. We know that we're going to pay the team $4,480 to get it done. And we're going to supply all the paint at $1,700, right? Now, here's the cool part, Tyler. And this is this is why this is this is good, okay? Because- I'm sure there's some opportunities that fall by the wayside, right? You get a nice lake house, you quote it accordingly, and you never hear from them again. Does that happen? Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's jobs where you're like, man, I wanted that one, right? And if you've done, and this is my theory, this is what I teach, this is what I believe. If you've done everything right, you've had, now you have a great software, nurturing them, making them feel like you're way super professional, right? And then you go there and do a nice presentation. And you have their best interests in mind. And you know that you're going to do a great job. You're going to take care of their pets when they're there and the plants and all that stuff. And they say no to you. The only thing stopping them must be what? 
Money, probably. Money, the price. Yeah. But what's interesting is, is that if we do estimating this way, we know that we're at a 50% margin, right? We know that if we, we're going to go in at 12, nine or whatever that is, right? Well, when we sell on the spot, you and I both know that you could sell it for nine. And that would still be 30% and you still get a job. You sure. see what I mean? Yeah. You see that there's a variance there. There's a variance between what you're really willing to sell it for, right? And what they want to pay. And sure. you know, the idea behind this estimating process, especially for you up north, because you need to capitalize on these interiors. You know, the yeah. more interiors yes. you have, the easier your winter is, right? Yeah, you know? exactly. And, you know what I'm saying? So instead of spending all that time as like measuring and estimating, lasering, and like all this stuff, really what we need to do is we need to just find our starting point and we need to find our number that we're not willing to go under. Right. So right. when we spend our time presenting pricing, instead of configuring pricing, we have the ability to gauge where they're at emotionally about the price. Because if I finish my quick measurement and say, okay, it's going to be 12, nine. And I go through my process, right? You can do it right on drip jobs. You could show them the price right there. It's awesome on an iPad. Right. So you can go there and you can be like, okay, well, it's 12, nine. You see them go like this, like they wince. You say, well, 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 you know, just curious, you know, what were you thinking? Oh, well, Tyler, to be honest, we wanted to be at around 10. This happens. And guess what? You were willing to sell it for nine, five. You say, well, I'll tell you what, if you allow me to earn your business today, I'll do it for 10. And you just want a job, you know? So I know, you know, like you told me yeah, you, want to do, you want to do in-person pricing, but was that kind of, did I give you some clarity on like, you know, how the pricing works? Yeah. Way I do it? Was that helpful? Oh, absolutely. And just because like, I mean, if my profit mar or not profit margin, but if my sales ratio is high, like I feel like it's high. Yeah. So I feel like there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I do think that I got to present on the spot to really capitalize on that, that situation. So that's huge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, and, and even what, and even what you did, you know, you still came out with an extra, you know, 10% or something or, or absolutely. whatever a higher profit margin than what I was thinking. That, that's what I'm so saying. That's huge. We, that's huge. We're going to, we're going to arrive at a number. And the interesting thing about this business is that everyone quotes differently. So there's no standard of which consumers are basing pricing off of kind of like if you went and brought your car to a mechanic, you know, there's a standard of how long it takes to do an oil change or how long it takes to, you know, repair power steering with our industry. There's no standard of what things cost. I mean, yeah, there's PCA standards, but you know, again, like pricing is variable of what, you know, you're paying individuals hourly, you know? So like there, there's a lot here. And I just think that as you progress in your business, don't, don't spend too much time coming up with the price. It doesn't matter. It okay. doesn't matter, you know? And I have a little calculator that I made that'll actually help you do all those calculations we just did like within seconds. So I'll send that to you after we're done. Cool. Yeah, man. Anything else you want to hit on? Let's see. Off a of hand. Not I mean, that we I talked a little bit about, about you know, the accountant, the bookkeeper. Um, you know, mm -hmm. we talked a little bit about gusto, man. Get these things in the business. You know, I mean, that's important. Um, you know, there's just little tools that uh, that I recommend uh, right now for project management. I love Trello. I don't know if you're using Trello, um, but that's a really good app for project management right now until 
maybe we build something. Um, but it's great. You can upload your photos. You can create checklists. And this is awesome for the team. I have one of my crews out and he, as he goes through each step of our exterior process, our SOP, he checks it off in the checklist. Um, and he's a newer crew. So I'm, I'm very heavily aware of what he's doing. So I really like that. Um, put out the yard sign, you know, go over the scope with the customer, um, do a walk around of, you know, any issues that, you know, didn't come up in the work order. So like little things like that. So Trello's really good. And then um, I'm a big fan of open phone. Do you have a, did we talk about that when we did our drip jobs demo about your business phone and your personal phone? Yes. So I have, I implemented it right away. I've got a different oh, business, business number, but I, I found it through, I don't know. I don't think I went through that yet. I will when I have someone answering the phone because yep. that's huge value to be able to go, okay, yeah. they're answering it. They're, they're bubbly. Yep. They're and you can always, questions. you can always port it over. So that, that works. Oh, out. perfect. Yeah, perfect. But, but I got on that, like those things that you talked about, got it done. Perfect. Cool, man. Well, I think we, I think we about covered it, man. Was this helpful? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope, uh, I hope you, you tried that new pricing model and start selling on the spot, man. It'll, it'll change. It'll change the way you do business. Yeah. Increase that profit margin too. That's I can go. There was huge value in what you, what you said there to come in at that number, go ahead and double it, shoot for the moon. But, but if you, that, gives you that opportunity there. And I mean, some of the houses that I'm doing right now, they're so freaking high end. I don't yeah. think that they would have blinked. Well, the thing is, stuff, is when you're uh, building out your price and you email it, you start thinking of like what you would pay for it or if it's too high. And then you start like shaving it down because you don't want, you want to win the job, you know? And I, at least I've done that, you know? So for me, it's sure. like, you know, go for the 50 and then at least you can negotiate a little bit. And yeah. that's, that's what I believe is, uh, is really a, a solid way, you know, to, to at least get you over the hump. Maybe when you get a, a salesperson, you do pro production rates again. Um, but you know, this is an easy way to kind of bullnose through it and start winning more jobs. Cool. Cool, man. Tyler. Thanks brother. Thanks so much, man. All right. We'll appreciate talk you guys. Soon. Yeah, man. Thanks. See you. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition this episode to a testimonial. That's right. So uh, one of our awesome Drip Jobs users was kind enough to do a short testimonial for us. I asked him some questions that I'm sure a lot of us have about what Drip Jobs is. Is it valuable? So if you would like to sit and listen to this, I'd appreciate it. You can sit, hang around, and hear what one of our very happy clients has to say about Drip Jobs for his business. Uh, what is going on? I'm here with Matthew and Carrie of Purity Painting, um, and they are in Minnesota, users of Drip Jobs. Uh, the other day you had a Drip Jobs hat on, so you must like it. Ah, you have it right there. <laughs> Gotta represent, bro. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what is, um, you know, first things, you know, I like to frame it like this because I want people that are on the fence to hear it. Like initially, were you on the fence about trying, trying out Drip Jobs? Absolutely. Very much. Very much so. <laughs> a little skeptical? <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, but what, what was it that was skeptical? Was it the price? Was it the promise? Was it the goofy guy who talks about it all day? <laughs> well, um, our first introduction to drip jobs was in uh, at the PCA Expo, yep. and that's where I was able to meet you and uh, uh, someone who's on your team or uh, works with you um, ran through a demo on his um, iPad. And what, what kind of got me was um, 
I think there was like a, um, a company open for the demo, but he was like, you know what? I'm going to close out of this really quick. I'm going to get into a, a different uh, browser. And he pulled up his own painting company <laughs> and it wasn't yours. It was his own. Yeah. And he began to show me how it worked. Yeah. And, um, and so I immediately got on the horn with Carrie uh, here <laughs> in Minnesota and said, okay, we've got to check this out because um, I don't know if I should name names, but we tried a lot of other um, a sure. lot of other uh, programs and different things. And um, some of them were like kind of economy. Some of them were quite, quite spendy, you know, um, but didn't deliver what we needed at all. And so we tried like eight different things and then uh, decided to give drip tops a whirl. Yeah. Love it. And then the rest is history. Exactly. Yep. What is it that you, what is it that you like about drip jobs the most? Like if you had to sum up something, what is it, what does it do for you in your business? I'll go first and then I want to let Carrie answer it yeah. because we both use it probably equally as much um, on multiple devices. And uh, what I like is that, you know, you brought up the, like the, the cost, like at, at first, was that kind of something that sure. uh, kind of was maybe going to deter you from, from uh, trying it out. Yeah, uh, it, I, I feel like it, it saves a lot of money because it saves a lot of heartache, headache. It just is easy, you know, like made by a painter for painters, sure. you know. Absolutely. It's just easy to navigate. And even in the few short months since we've been um, using drip jobs, I guess it's what, March, mm -hmm. I believe, um, you've rolled out a ton of new stuff that just makes life even easier. The Google integration, Wow. Uh, you just talked to us today about uh, kind of a hack for company cam, which we yep. also use, which we also signed up for down at PCA Expo. Yep. Um, and then you mentioned that you're going to work on something that's even a little bit more direct going forward. Yep. And so uh, it just works great for us. Yeah. Um, it makes things quick and easy and it's easy to follow. It was hard for me. Uh, I'm pretty 80 ADD uh, to <laughs> always follow up and say, hey, could you give us a review or, you know, I just want to let you know that uh, we're on our way to your job. And so, yep. on and so love that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Man. I, I no, just that's a good that. answer because it's important. Everybody does business different and, you know, kind of spearheading this project of drip jobs. It's like, man, this is people's businesses, right? Your whole business is on that thing. And what we want to do is just make it to where it's almost like you have an employee full time, 24 seven, just like, hey, here's the information you need at the exact time you need it. Hey, this is the follow-ups that I did today. Hey, you know, we just got a proposal accepted. Hey, enjoy your vacation. I got it from here, right? <laughs> just, just yesterday, I, I sent out a few like before bed and, yeah. and and woke up to a couple of deposits. You know? Oh, dude, there's nothing um, better than that, right? Yeah. And, 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 and we, we, we had uh, apparently hadn't set up uh, like having our clients kind of uh, cover yeah. the costs of the of those transactions, but it's deterred nobody. All, yeah. Everybody wants to pay on a card. It's so easy. Easy. It's so much different than driving to, to go get there or PayPal right. or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, it's great. And Carrie, you had some thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, so it has just streamlined our CRM. It is just like taking away so much headache of like, okay, who do we need to go schedule bid for? Who do we need to actually go to the bid that's already scheduled? Who do we need to follow? It's like, you know, instead of having all these things, out there it's just all right in front of us um which has just been a life i tell people this all the time in the demos it's like my new line it's like listen drip jobs is not going to do anything that you're not already doing or trying to do 
And it's like all those buckets just represent like where your customers are. Drip jobs is just showing you, you know, mm-hmm. and then, and it, and it gives you some like sense of, do you guys feel like you're a lot more in control? Like of your business, oh, like you kind of like oh, see the big oh, picture. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Much more control and yeah. saves us a lot of time. And headache. A lot of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Something as easy as like just clicking into GPS to the address on an estimate, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it just take takes you right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's good. So you guys saw the new update. What do you guys think? Has it been helpful? The new update, like the yeah, Google. Yeah, the new update, like the Google and the different. Oh, events. Yeah. There, there's a lot, a lot to it. Um, and even little things like the, like the forms that you can, you know, have on there and you just click and it's already there. Or like, we like to, we like to, um, give like a little PDF of like, Hey, here's some duration exterior, uh, satin that we're going to be using. And they kind of get to see that and like what that's like, you know, I just click on it and it's already in there. There's a template. Yeah. That are, um, kind of preloaded, but you can kind of, you can do, you can crank things out much faster mm-hmm. yep. without re-uploading things, uploading. Uh, well, then uh, you're going to love that little company cam thing I did. Cause when you tell, when you told us that, I'm like, oh, I got to show them. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that on Facebook this morning and uh, I yeah. need to look at it again and give it a whirl. Yeah. So I think you'll, you'll save a lot of time there, but you know, listen guys, part of this was just, you know, just saying hello. Uh, and I thank you for your time today to, to do this. And really the goal is to grow drip jobs and create more cool features. We're, we have a lot of, that we're, we're working on. Um, you know, last, I always end it like this. Hey, what's one thing you would tell somebody that's on the fence right now, who's maybe just starting their business or doing it on their own. And just, there's a bunch of stuff all over the place. What would you tell them? Give them some advice real quick. I would say like to them, give it a try because you'll realize within just the first day, it's going to save you so much time. Yeah. And the, and the time is the most valuable asset we have. So yeah, it's sure good is. <laughs> I, I, I would say the same thing. If, if you're on the fence, just go for it because it, it's something that uh, whether, whether you, whether you're just starting out and you don't even have like any capital or anything, or you've been doing it for a long time, it's just going to be, it's, it's like having another person working for you mm-hmm. and yeah. um, doing so much work for you. It's well worth it. We're excited um, for anybody else who's going to join. Yeah. It seems like what's also great. I know you probably got to uh, get off here, but um, there's a community of drip jobbers, you know, um, yeah. online and people are sharing things and, and it's almost like there's an energy around it, you know? Um, yeah, I agree. That's just really great. And yeah. you guys clearly take pride in what you do and do great oh, work. I love and- it. Yeah. It's the, it's the culture of drip jobs. And I think it's, you know, there's a lot of growth minded motivated people and they're trying to hit different heights in their business. And you guys know that, you know, if you listen to anything that I put out there, it's all, it's legacy. We're trying to build a legacy, trying to build a business that can be scaled, maybe sold or who knows, but we got to have good software to do that. So you guys are awesome. Thank you uh, for giving me the time today and sharing that. And uh, it really means a lot. All right. Take care, Tana. Thanks.